And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. This is Sean and Adam here with you tonight. Woo! Recording the day after Christmas. Pow! Oh, that was one of the best ones. How was your Christmas? Well, I got some Dr. Pepper, so it was a good Christmas. <laughs> no, it, it was great. You know when you get air age, it's not so much about what we get. It's watching the joy on your kids' faces when yep. they open presents. And Looks they, like Santa treated the boy, Muncie kids good. They did. Santa, Santa was good to them. What's their favorite toys? Uh, well, if you ask them, Chloe's is a keyboard that she got, and she's been trying to learn how to play piano, wrote her little whatever the notes are down. She's been learning songs via YouTube, so that's been kind of cool with the house. Caitlin has taught herself to do that too. And uh, the boys... I mean, it's unanimous with them. They'll say the PS5 that we got. And one great thing about having boys, the PS5 is as much for them as it is for me. So, yeah. like, we play Madden, we play 2K. It's a good time. Nice, nice. Uh, did Now, did would those games come with that? Did Santa bring those games too? No, the uh, PS5 that we got came with uh, Spider-Man too. Okay. So we got Spider-Man 2 on there, and the way it works, where we already had those games on PS4, we can download them on the PS5. Really? So we just download them. It took a couple hours, and then oh, That's we pretty neat. Good. Yeah. We got Fortnite, Madden, 2K, and Spider-Man. Yeah. I wish Santa would bring me a new play, play system. It's not like I play it anyways. I still play my 360. Well, <laughs> Until year, college football. Next year, you're going to need a new one. Yeah. Yeah, when college football comes out. so, But I'm probably going to buy a new one of those well before the college football because you won't be able to buy one then. No. Uh, I mean, right now, they're just now starting to get like back in stock yeah. from COVID days. Yeah. Because during COVID, I guess where PlayStation is overseas, you couldn't find a PS5 anywhere in the store. Like, it was – Yeah. When you found one, like, you have people posting on Facebook, hey – Mount Sterling Walmart's got two in stock. If you're looking for one, go get it. Yeah, see, they should have. Well, of course, they limited them at that time. So, but I've got family in. So we had my mom and my sister came in from Alabama, and so that's why we're recording the day after Christmas. You yeah. wanted to get away. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Everybody left at the same time today. Left Elizabeth and Chase home. <laughs> so, but it was it was pretty funny. On that part of it, but it's good having them. They're not here every year for Christmas, so we don't we don't get them every year. And then we we brought her mom from the nursing home uh, for Christmas Eve and Christmas, uh, so she don't get out very much either. So that was that was fun on that part of it. So, <clears throat> but Christmas was good for for old Shawnee boy, a big a big come from behind victory in the listener league. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, I uh, oh, oh Jeffrey had Purdy playing oh, last night, gosh. and I had McCaffrey and Debo going, and uh, made up a twenty point deficit going into the night. I really didn't think I could beat him because they had the, he had the Niners defense too, but they only scored two points, and and Purdy threw four interceptions. Purdy so, had a rough night. Yeah. So I'm moving on to the finals to play. The bread man's son, oh, uh, so if, Mason. So if he's the bread donkey, what would that make Mason? The bread mule? I don't, I don't know. 
What's a, ba- what's a baby donkey? Is it just a donkey? I guess. Hmm. I'm not sure. No. Anyway. Speaking of McCaffrey, did you see that McCaffrey's touchdown last night won uh, some guy $498,000? Oh, yeah. On like on a $10 bet or something like that? $5. Yeah. He's the bread foal. The bread foal. Bread foal. <laughs> F-O-A-L. So you're playing the bread foal. I am playing the bread foal. I should go in there and change his name to that. You, you should. <laughs> I think it was a 14-leg parlay. I saw that. I didn't but know it, it actually over. hit, though. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, those things. He hit everything. There, uh, I saw it on Twitter. There is a video of him when McCaffrey went in, him and two of his buddies, and he just, like, instantly started crying. Well, I would have to. It was like plus one million some odd. How much did you say he won? $498,000 on a $5 bet. Where does he live? I no idea. I just saw it on Twitter. Bet it's California. There's a lot of shady things been going on <laughs> in California in the lottery. Yeah, they in the, the lottery like crazy, haven't they? Same gas station, same area. Uh, two people. Two people. One same the same ticket. one. Hmm. Yeah. That was the same lottery, too. Same lottery. Yeah. I, yeah, I bet that guy hit the parlays, California. Which, <laughs> I mean, heck, the California government's probably more excited than he is because with their taxes. They're going to take half yeah, of it. Yeah, more than half. Yeah. Like, they talked the other day, I think it was on Get Up or one of those ESPN shows, Shohei Otani's deal, even though $698 million of it is deferred, like, with California taxes of the $700 million deal, they said he might see $340 million. Because California taxes. Well, that's that's the reason they deferred it, though, is because it's going to be deferred until after he retires, and then he can move back home to Tennessee where there is no taxes. And those taxes don't have to be paid until he starts drawing that money. Shohei's not from Tennessee, though. He lives in Tennessee. Does he really? Yeah. That's what they said. Huh. Yeah. Have you also saw, though, that they have their 2040 uh, payroll? Already has $84 million on it. What did the new guy defer a bunch of his to? Yamamoto. Yeah. That's a fun yes. name to say. Yeah. He did. Otani did. And there was one more. The third one's only like $5 million. Was it Mookie? Yes. His is $5 million. Yamamoto. And then they traded for Glass now. Is and he got a big deal too. Yeah. Otani's 68. Here's the, the problem. Otani is not been playing at the end of the season two out of the last three years. Well, how much of that is because he's hurt and how much of that is because Angels had nothing to play for? Yeah, hard to say. Because it, I like, guess we'll see this year. Won't th- this year he was going to play through the injury yeah. that he had. He was going to keep hitting, and then next thing you know, he's cleaning out his locker and not in the facility. Well, speaking of the Dodgers, since we're already on it, you know, it's one of the topics I had written down here. Oh, Dave Roberts has to be under tremendous pressure this year. If he doesn't win this year, Dave. He's gone. You're gone. Uh, I mean, it's that has simple. Has to. It's I mean, that simple. In all honesty, in this stretch that they've had right now, they should have won the year the Braves won because the Braves won without Acuna. Yeah. I heard the Braves were going to be all right in the playoffs this year. They turned out not. They were right. not. They were not. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be back. They'll be fine. Right, right, right. Like the 98 Braves. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, that still hurts. So, but anyways, you know, D- Dave's under a lot of pressure there to win. But the Dodgers have battled a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. 
and let's not pretend like Clayton Kershaw's the best in the postseason. Yeah. He disappears for whatever reason when yep. the pressure's on. And from forever. He's got like one good game in the World Series. But now you've got Yamamoto. I'm always going to say it like that. It's a fun name to say. Yamamoto and Glass now. You can almost – Bueller should be back this right, year. Right. You can almost move oh. Kershaw to a reliever role. I'm trying to think. There's a – I can't think of who the other one is that they have that's pretty good. Younger guy, right? Yeah. 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 And he, like I say, you can almost move Kershaw to that reliever role if you yeah. needed him there because – I'm surprised you, he didn't retire. You got arms now. Yeah. Why would he retire? Look what they've done. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, staying on the uh, West Coast, Ravens ran San Francisco out of the building last night. Whew. That was, that was brutal. I mean, that – that had to surprise you a little bit, right? It did. Mostly because look, I love Lamar Jackson. I love I love the way he plays. I love the fact that he bet on himself and he don't have an agent to represent him. He he negotiates his own contracts. I love everything about that. But he's a running back playing quarterback. He's not always the most accurate thrower. He's not. He had some big throws last night. He did. He looked good last night. I mean, night. he did what he wanted but, to do last but night. But he's a regular season quarterback. Yeah. Postseason, I think he's got one playoff win in his career. So, if he can take that next step and start winning in the playoffs, then we'll have a different discussion about the Ravens. I mean, this was my pick to win, uh, to be the Super Bowl matchup. And it still could be. We probably um, saw the Super Bowl preview right yeah. there. I think Brock just – had a bad day. Uh, you, that is what it is. Yeah. Brock's going to have those days. You just live with him. I yeah. mean, here's he's what, not had many of them. Here's what Did I he had. lose the MVP last night? Yes. I think Christian McCaffrey won the MVP last night. Him or Tyreek Hill. It's not going to be a quarterback this year. And it'll be the first one, I think, since Adrian Peterson 2012. It'll be the first non-quarterback to win. But if you look at the quarterbacks, Dak has struggled. Jalen Hurts has struggled. Josh Allen is coming on late, but he struggled early. Lamar, I mean, you can make the argument for Lamar to be MVP. But what too Ma- many turnovers? What McCaffrey's done? What Tyreek Hill's done? Like those are seasons that people don't have every year. Like right. those two, in my mind, are head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, I, I and 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 they should be right. right. And I mean it's. McCaffrey's been healthy, and you know Tyreek has been a little hurt. That may have been just enough to lose that for him. But I mean, Tyreek hurt. He still had a hundred yards receiving this week. I know, and he still is right there in that window of two thousand yards receiving, which it's, nobody has ever done. It's, it's crazy. And you know, I I think back when and you see, you remember the the trade that Tyreek. Went to Miami, and you remember the comment? We all laughed about it on the show. Yeah, he said that I'm going to play with Tua, and he'll be more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and we all laughed about that because at that same time, there's video out there of him under-throwing Tyreek. Well, who knows? Maybe that was the very first throw. I mean – Takes time to learn. I mean, maybe even Tua's like, dang, he's faster than I thought. Yeah. You know, and and, and it's – that's kind of what you have to think about. I mean, Tyreek showed up at a freaking race back in the summer and won a a hundred yard dash race. Yep. The dude's fast to be as old. You know, I mean, he's getting close to thirty, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, 
Miami won a big game against Dallas. Needed uh, that one. They they did. They needed that because the story always was they were mirror my, images of each right, other. Miami by the way. beats up on these lower teams yeah. when they face a team with a winning record. Yeah. They struggle. Yeah. Tua, I mean the jujitsu in the off season, it had to help out. He's been healthy all year. He's learned how to fall. Well, he's doing he's doing well. That line's banged up, and he's still producing. And I, I think McDaniel's believes in him, and, and that that's and, and you've you've heard more and more of this stuff come out now that one of the biggest differences in Mike McDaniel versus uh, previous coaches was he has done a really good job of coming in and and celebrating what they do well instead of pointing out what they do bad. Right. Right? It's a di- kind of a different technique when it comes to coaching. But, like, you, I, you of course, Mike McDaniels gets f- followed all the time. You constantly are hearing stuff. But, like, he was having a conversation with Tua early drive in a game recently that Tua got upset at himself. And McDaniels like, at the beginning of the season, you would not have been able to just let that go. Right. Now you're like, crap, and then you move on. Yep. So he's grown, you know. And and I think two is the right quarterback for Miami. Yep. He's the right quarterback for Mike McDaniels. Yep. Now Mike McDaniels leaves Miami, Tua might suck again. He better take Tua with him. <laughs> right. Because I, as much as Mike McDaniels been good for Tua, I think Tua has equally been as good for Mike McDaniels. Yeah. Like those two just fit perfect together. You see, I think it was last year when Mike McDaniel first took over, you see him just dogging Tua on the headset in a joking matter, and Tua's just laughing and throwing it back at him. Like, that's a relationship between a quarterback and a coach that you need. You have to have. And Brian Flores and Tua, for whatever reason, just never got along. Yeah. Well, and and I'm sure you've seen the one where – he he told Tua on the sideline that he got bored one night and started looking up to his high school videotapes and he goes, "Boy, you talk about how trash." He said, "You were awful. How in the world did you ever, you know, get to Alabama?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's funny because that doesn't bother Tua. It's it's a sign of respect, right? And like I said, it's a different coaching style. So, but speaking about coaches, right? So I wrote down here. You're seeing a couple of different things, right? So, one, you see the offensive coordinator change in Buffalo. Yep. They're a different team since Joe Brady started calling the plays. Joe Brady's been known to be a great offensive mind. And and they're a team playing right now that can win the Super Bowl. At the beginning of the year, we thought this is a team that can win the Super Bowl. Four weeks ago, we're like, this team's not making the playoffs. Yep. Now they're a team like you better hope they don't make the playoffs because they're going to be a tough out. You're right. Especially if they get a home game. I think right now they are – if the playoffs started today, they would be playing at Kansas City. Yeah. And I don't they've know already if you've thunk, been watching. They've already thunk Kansas City. The ch- Kansas? Kansas City. Kansas City. I was going to let it go, <laughs> but then I couldn't. They're not playing the best. Is that because Eric Bieniemy has gone? I don't think so. I think we saw the same thing in Philly. Like Andy Reid took over. He took the Eagles to, what, four straight in the NFC championship games before they finally broke through and McNabb and T.O. went to a yeah. Super Bowl. 
and then it just went stale. I think Andy Reid is starting that. It's just going stale. Now, it doesn't help that they don't have any wide receivers, and their best wide receiver, Rasheed Rice, they won't throw anything other than a screen pass to him. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey's getting old. He's 35. He's in love. Well, him and Taylor are both are in love. Go love. I mean, it is what it is. Have some babies. You remember at the, the beginning season. of the season, though, when it first hit that they were dating, his games was insane. But I think I think they know I defensively. Think I think he's just old. You, you take Rasheed Rice and you take Kelsey out of the game, who's he going to throw to? Pacheco's been hurt. I, I think that's where they need to go. I think they need to get away from throwing the ball, give the ball Pacheco 20, 25 times a game. And then when the defense sucks up, you still got Kelsey and Rasheed yeah. Rice. Whatever you do, don't put Kadarius Tony on the field. Yeah. But no like maybe. How, how have they not already cut that? I dude? have no idea. How's he still on my dynasty team? Uh, I have no idea. Isn't Tom Brady still on your dynasty team? No, I cut him weeks ago. I needed a roster spot. <laughs> oh, did you? Um well what about I mean Nick Sirian or Nick Sirianni. Who was the who's the coach that went to the Colts? Um Stocking. Shane Stocking. Yeah. So we talked about this on the show way back that he was the first offensive coordinator that Jalen Hurts had in consecutive years since high school. Yeah. He was fantastic last year. Yep. He leaves, goes to Indianapolis. He's not the same Jalen Hurts this year. He's good. I don't know how much of that's Jalen, though, and how much is on the defense. Last year, the defense was setting Jalen up in great opportunities. Yeah. This year, that defense is not the same. They're not pressuring the quarterback as much. And they've got the entire off- or D- or, uh, the entire Georgia defensive line. Right. Uh, they changed D coordinators. D coordinator went to Arizona. It, yeah. So now, heck, they've changed again. It was Matt Patricia as of like a week ago that they've started letting him call the calls. It was another guy. I didn't know he was there. Yeah. He was an analyst. And then I think it was last week they made the change to – co-defensive coordinator and him and the other guy are now calling the defense together. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see how that all plays out on that part of it. One last thing I got here on the – well, no, there's two more things on the NFL. Have you heard the rumors about Mike Tomlin possibly being on the move, that teams are hearing that he could be available? But why? Why are you hearing that? Think about what's going on in Pittsburgh right now. Well, they're not winning. But they did this week. And have you heard anything since what day did they play? Was that a Sunday Saturday. or Saturday? Have you heard anything since Saturday? Well, I saw Mike that Tom? today, so that's why I well, wrote I mean, it down. It's, <laughs> it's recapping the week. Yeah. But you've had players like Ryan Clark, Big Ben, like players who represent the Steeler way the culture in that program. And they've came out and said, hey, Steeler culture's dead. And Ryan Clark even said, if I'm Mike Tomlin, I go somewhere. Or if I'm Pittsburgh, I fire Mike Tomlin. And if I'm another team, I pick up the phone immediately and hire him. Because, I mean, he's been coaching 17 years, never had a losing record. He's doing something right. Yeah. He kept A.B. and Le'Veon Bell in check. He's doing something right. Yeah. Because those two were complete basket cases when they left. I think they put a lot of um, they put a lot of faith 
in Kenny Pickett. Oh, Rudolph is the best quarterback they got. And that, what does that say? I mean, he's been on the team forever. Yep. And, you know, of course, they did the OC change mid- midseason. And it worked for a game. Right. Because, but, but then Pickett got hurt. Yep. Uh, they got two great running backs. They got a great tight end. They have a couple of good wide receivers. And that running back was in some controversy last week. Jalen Warren. Oh, yeah? You didn't oh, see about the, yeah, the blocking? Yeah, because George Pickens didn't block for him, and he said, well, I would have blocked for him. And yeah. George Pickens said, I didn't want the Tank Dell situation get rolled yeah. up on. And then Jalen Warren went out Saturday and proved that, yeah, he had blocked for him. Yeah, he did. Because he absolutely flatlined the Bengals linebackers so yeah. Calvin Austin could get in the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I did see that that part of it. And But – Pickens is in the wrong there, right? I mean, if you're supposed to block, you got to block. I mean, I've never been in the NFL, but I've been in locker rooms. No wide receiver likes to block. You're a wide receiver to catch balls, score touchdowns. Nobody likes to block. So that's something that he said with an outside voice that he probably should have used his inside voice on. (laughs) Right. And shouldn't have just came out loud and said that. Sean, what did we say the other day? Roger Dorn syndrome. Right. I don't want to protect. I, I want to protect the face. Right. I mean, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> he he don't want to block, and it's not just him. Deontay Johnson's same way. He won't go diving on fumbles when it's literally right there at his feet because yeah. he don't want to get hurt. Yeah. The, the, the where that come from is that that kid from Peninsula Catholic. The the had his hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> the baseball player. The baseball, the baseball player. player. Like in that championship game. He spent more time fumbling around with his mouthpiece than he did anything else. And they were getting manhandled. And, yeah. and, and he'd stand out there in the corner. He'd shoot a three if it come to him. He wasn't trying to rebound. He wasn't running up and down that floor. Well, they were lucky in the first half. He would go right in the middle of the paint and just stand there. How he never got called for three seconds in the paint, I have no idea. Because he just stood there and would turn around as the ball was passed around the perimeter, he would turn around and keep his eye on the ball, but he never moved. Yeah. Coach kept telling him, he goes, you got to move. Well, I mean, that kid knows his future's in something other than basketball. Right. So, he, he's protecting the assets well, right now. Well, that's, that's why I said we, we, he was Roger Dorn. He's like, I don't want to get this yeah, He's basketball. playing basketball to stay in shape for baseball. Right. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Uh, and then last thing on the NFL – you you had sent you had texted us out the NFL playoff picture is is nuts right now. It's bananas. There are twenty four teams still alive, and we're going into week seventeen. Yeah, that has to be a record for as many teams as been alive. So we have two weeks left, right? Yes. Yeah. Twenty four teams still yeah. alive. The Bears technically are not eliminated yet. Oh, I thought they were. I don't think so. Well, I know I saw something today that the Browns can still win home field advantage. Yep. But it's got to be specific wins and losses by the other teams in order to be able to pull that off. Yes, the Bears are not eliminated. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So. Um, and the Raiders. The Raiders are still in it. They've changed their coach midseason. Antonio Pierce. Job, right? Antonio Pierce has to have that job. That could be – that's the – Dumbest thing in the world but they, that, that Davis could do if he does not before, do that. Though. 
they've done them before. I know. Well, they did it a couple of years ago yep. when they fired Gruden. Yep. That they, guy took them to the postseason. Yeah. They lost to Cincinnati in the wild card. Yeah. He never got his job. It yeah. makes no sense why they do this stuff. Yeah. No, I know. It's, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. So, um, let's see here. One week away from the college football playoff, who you got? Well, the one, Michael Penix, he's had a great year. DeBoe, heck of a coach. He ain't Steve Sarkeesian in Texas, though. Texas is going to win that one, and I don't think it's going to be close. Really? Yeah, I think it's a blowout. Wow. Now, the other one. The other one looks on paper like it's going to be a dogfight. And in dogfights, you never want to go against one of the goats, especially if he's a West Virginia boy. He's grew up fighting. <laughs> so I'm going for Nick Saban versus Texas rematch in the national championship. I think that that's a very common choice right now. Yeah. About eight weeks ago, when Jalen Milrow kind of caught his groove, maybe it's even 10 weeks ago now, I don't remember, I looked on there and I was like, you know, Alabama kind of looks like that team that could just sneak in there and win the national championship. And when they get going. Yeah. So I, 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 I scurried on over there to the DK app, and at that time Alabama was 1,500 to 1 odds. Wow. So I placed a two dollar bet on it because, well, I'm just not that confident to pay, to to put big money out. So that two dollars will pay thirty two dollars if they win, or thirty four dollars something like that. Gosh, don't you wish you would put more on it now? But it, had I put a hundred on it, they would have lost to Auburn because that's my luck. Okay. Probably it's down to like three hundred. It's less than that now. Is it? Yeah, they're the favorite to win now. So when I looked the other day, they're like one. It's like one fifty. You're talking sports betting. I saw something came out. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, talking about college basketball. Did you see that? It was the week six AP top twenty five poll, and it said in the last twenty years, the last twenty tournaments, a team that's ranked in the top twelve of the week six AP poll has went on to win the national championship. And Kentucky was ranked and 13th. Kentucky they, was outside. Duke was outside. I, they talked about that on the Louisville game the other night. Yep. Yeah, week, yeah, week share six. that kind of information because that's when you go put a dollar on each one of them in the top 12 to win. It was – hang on, I'll tell you who, who the top teams were. Arizona was one. Kansas was two. Purdue was three, Houston four, UConn five, Baylor six, Marquette seven, Creighton eight, Carolina nine, Gonzaga ten, OU eleven, and Tennessee twelve. I'd be willing to bet. Out of those teams, I'm betting UConn. Especially if their big man gets back. Kansas or UConn would be the only two I would be willing to say. None of the rest of those teams are winning the national championship. But think about it. If you place a $5 bet on 12 teams, that's just 60 bucks, And one of them's going to hit. Yeah. 20 years worth of history tells you one of them's going to hit. Screenshot that and send it. The app today showed uh, Kentucky 
It was eighteen hundred to one. I got a boot one out I there. Think I, I, think I, I think when I bet them, it was four thousand to one. I forget what the Duke one was when I bet. I could probably cancel that bet and get better odds now. And you cancel a bet? Uh, well, yeah. you can cash out oh. and then just replace the bet. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think Alabama beats Michigan just simply because I don't know that Harbaugh can get over the mountain. Speaking of Harbaugh. And did you see that contract? No. Whew. Did he get a, a Michigan a new Michigan deal? It's sitting on the table right now. They offered him a hundred and twenty five million, but there's a clause in for it for ten years. There's a clause. He can't entertain any NFL job offers. So it's sitting there on the table. Well, he's going to be the Bear. Well, I thought he would be the Bears coach, but they're winning. Yeah, they're, I don't think they're going to make a coaching change. I don't either. Why do they wait till so late in the season to be like, okay, let's go to our strengths and start playing? It all changed when they made that trade for Sweat. In all and, honesty. And, and paid him. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a big thing. So, I think that Michael Penix can beat Texas. But I also think that, the, you know, the Texas-Alabama makes a lot of sense. They played. They played in a BCS championship game, didn't they? Texas and Alabama. Yeah. Yep. And Colt McCoy got hurt first quarter. And they were winning that game at that point. <laughs> they would have won if Colt McCoy stayed in the game. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think you're right. Yeah, so I placed that bet, and Duke was plus eleven hundred. I can get it for plus twenty two hundred right now. Wow. Uh, last thing I got on. Uh, the the topic list is Florida Atlantic upset the number four Arizona in double overtime. You made the comment the other day I, that Florida Atlantic snuck up on people last year. They're they're not going to this year. I don't like how this is wrote down because it makes it seem like Florida Atlantic's a bum team. Like they were ranked fourteen, right? Yeah. Now they're seven, I think, in the latest poll. What's Kentucky? Eight. I think so. Yeah, they're one ahead of Kentucky, whatever they are. I mean, Florida Atlantic, top to bottom, they return everybody from a Final Four team. Yeah. And if you watch that game, John L. Davis was hitting shot after shot after shot. Like, that That right there was the game of the weekend. Yeah. It just kept going back and forth. And the second, the kid from uh, FAU hit one free throw and missed the second one in double overtime, I was like, okay, we're going to get like, it's not going to stay deadlocked. We're going to find out a winner right here in this overtime. And it, the game lived up to the hype. Credit to Tommy Lloyd. Arizona's played a brutal non-conference schedule. He hasn't backed away from anybody. He, They said before the season that he tried to back out of the FAU game because obviously nobody knew FAU was going to do what they did last year when he scheduled this game. And then they return everybody from a Final Four team, and he's already got Duke, Gonzaga. He's played some heavyweights. So he was like, we're not playing FAU. Six weeks later, they finally talked him into it and kept that game on the schedule. And I'm glad it did because it lived up to the high. Yeah. FAU did jump to number seven. 
I mean, they're a dangerous team. And, and you know, the thing that – They're it, in the American this year too, so it's them and yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Because Houston, Cincinnati, and all those teams have went to the Big 12. Yeah. So Memphis and Florida Atlantic, that's your two-horse race in that conference. And, and the, the, the underlying thing here that, that's not talked about is the fact that they managed to keep all of those kids – in a world full of transfer portal and NIL. Well, because Dusty May promised him he would come back. Dusty May promised them he was not going to take another job. So they all came back to play for him. That's why I said this year Dusty May is going to be able to name his job because yeah. all those guys are gone. They're seniors, so they're yeah. they're out the door. Yeah. So Louisville, go ahead and fire Kenny Payne. Get ahead early on this Dusty May sweepstakes because you're going to need it. Yeah, I mean, he he'll he'll be a good coach. I mean, to to do what he's done there. Yep. But but then you you get the bigger pressure too, right? Dusty May has won everywhere he's been. Yeah. So I mean, I think that'd be a good hire for Louisville. I think I think if you're Louisville, there's two names at the top of your list right now, and one of them's been a little more successful at the power level, if you want that, and that's Mick Cronin at UCLA. He's kind of been chirping a little bit about the UCLA NIL situation, so he's kind of not satisfied right now. So I can see him wanting to jump to Louisville, especially with their NIL. Well, they don't to pay. No, so they lost a game the other day because right now UCLA seven top players are freshmen. So, I mean, it's a rebuild year. Their top-rated freshman was ranked like number 66, I think, in the class. You can't really – compete if that's your top player now Reed Shepard he's like an anomaly because he was 24 the 24th ranked player on one list I won't say the name because I can't remember which one was which so he was 24 on one list and he was 79 on another list like that's a gap yeah so I don't know I don't know what one site saw that the other site didn't see but obviously the one closer to 24 was closer to being right right and like I said, UCLA, their top player is 66. By, by the way, speaking of Reed Shepard, on our on our coach's show, yeah, did you hear him say that he got a Reed Shepard jersey or a hoodie. Reed Shepard hoodie? Yeah, Reed Shepard's got his own line of clothing. Oh, uh, a lot of the UK players do. Do they yeah, really? If you go to uh, shoot, I forget what the website is, but you go to that website and like it'll pop up right at the top of the website. NIL sponsored players like last year it was Oscar and a couple other ones and you just click on that and it'll take you to all their merch that you can buy. In a you can always get the jersey with the number, but now you can get them with the names. Yeah. Hmm. And the player part gets. of the proceeds, part of the profit goes to the player if the NIL package. Well, I've seen that on the Nebraska website. Like oh you gosh, can here we go. You can actually support the Nebraska volleyball players. <laughs> so. Listen. Ninety-one thousand in a football stadium. They deserve support. Runner-up national champion. Uh, nobody cares about runner-up. I know. I know. Speaking of, how's the fighting Hoybergs doing this year? I know you're keeping up. I, I'll be honest with you. I haven't kept up. Sean, you're supposed to be a Fran. A what? A Fran. Fran. A Fran. They're ten and two. You should start watching Nebraska basketball. Ten and two. I, believe it or not, you, you're not watching Nebraska basketball on TV. <laughs> oh, Big Ten Network. Maybe. Maybe. I watched them uh, play a little bit against Michigan State. Let's see. They play 
Friday night. They're playing South Carolina State, who's 4-10, so that should be, move them to 11-2. Tuesday, they don't play. Wednesday, they play at 9 p.m. on Big Ten Network, play Indiana. So, I mean, that's a big that'll, one. That'll be a good one. You going to watch? Probably not. Sean. <laughs> My wife controls the TV then, at night. And then January 6th. I can 6th, tell you what I will watch. It'll be MASH or Andy Griffith because that's about all we watch. January 6th, the day that obviously lives in infinite me in this country now. Everybody knows January 6th by the uh, celebration that happened, we'll call it, on Capitol Hill a few yeah. years ago. At Wisconsin at 2.15 on Big Ten Network. At, now, that's a game. At, on Saturday, January 6th, we'll be setting up to be live broadcast at the, at the gym. But that's not too late, right? Uh, the first game is oh, at 5 or 6. We're doing all day? There's, There's only two games. There's two games. Oh, okay. I got you. I don't know if we are, but me and Darren are. <laughs> Hang on. I'll tell you. If we we in some capacity will be there for both games. <laughs> because that day, the girls take their first trip to GRC. Yep, I knew that. It's at five. So I'll be at GRC. Yeah. And I can make it back here by the boys' game. Well, maybe we can get West to fill in for the first game. We, sh- we, we might have a, a special guest. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. But we can't say that yet. Uh, 7.30 here. Yeah. Yeah, I should be able to make it back. Yeah. Rough game. And let's see. Christmas Vacation won the Christmas tournament over Home Alone, who I think had the surprise upset of the tournament with a win over the Elf. I did not think Home Alone stood a chance against Elf. Because, I mean, you talk to anybody. And they weren't even close. No, you talk to anybody, and Elf, is, Elf yeah. is one of the top movies. Home Alone is like, oh, I watched it when I was a kid, but not really recently. Elf is like there for everybody. Yeah. And then I just kept looking through the day, and I was like, Home Alone's going to do this. Yeah. They're going to pull this off. Yeah. I'm a mid to late afternoon voter. <laughs> but in that particular matchup, Home Alone and Elf, I got it. Must have been as soon as it was posted. I think that was so when I got saw like noon. When I saw that they lost, it was a huge eye opener for me because I didn't think it'd be close. But I mean, yeah. Christmas Vacation, obviously the goat of goats. Yeah, there, yes. it wasn't even going to be a contest in my mind. If the four that made the final four are the four that that I I expected to be there, and, and who was and the fourth? Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, in all honesty, they're the four most iconic ones. I mean, the Grinch is the Grinch has its own following, so to speak. Um, but you have so many Grinches, you have to identify which Grinch. Yeah. Like my wife one day voted for the Grinch, and I went home and I said, "Why'd you vote for that? You don't even like that movie." I said, "You just done that because I voted for the other one," and she's like. We watch the Grinch all the time, the cartoon one. I was like, no, look at the picture. That's the Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah. This is not the cartoon Grinch. Yeah. And and, and that alone is, you know, uh, a, a big difference. I, I don't I don't really like the Jim Carrey one. I like the, the, the most recent Grinch. Hey, the most myself. recent cartoon one. Yeah. It's solid. I can watch that one. Yeah. And then I 
the Christmas story I knew had an outside shot. Uh, it it's it resonates a lot with the older people, like you yourself. Know. Yeah, but you know, to be honest with you, I've never seen the Christmas story all the way through. Really? Yeah. Just I, I haven't either. I don't I've seen the whole movie, but it's been yeah. I I don't time. like it. My I don't I don't like it myself that much. And and in the Santa Claus series, number two is my favorite one. I like the original, but I can see number two. Is that the one with the uh, he escape, gets married. the Mary Claus, and yeah. then there's the escape clause yeah. where Jack Frost tries to steal yeah. Christmas? Yeah. All those are great. Yeah, they the are. Third really one, good. the series is great too. It is. Y'all yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen the second uh, season, but I've seen the first season one. is solid. I haven't finished it all the way, but yeah. right now it's good. Conversation we had the other day is Home Alone is a great movie, but Home Alone is a movie you have to be in the mood for. Right. You don't pass up Elf or Christmas Vacation or the Santa Claus. You Ever. pick it up in the middle. Yeah. You're flipping through the channels or you're looking through the guide and one of those three's on there. That's where you're going. Yeah. Home Alone. If those four are all on at the same time, depending, the re- depending on recency bias, right? Like, I would probably watch the Santa Claus first those four are on at the same time i'm probably picking elf yeah and then christmas vacation christmas vacation is my favorite (laughs) also i've seen it a million times um but you know the it depends on i I like the the santa clauses as well um for sure on that so all right so the meat of the show now you ready for this well we didn't talk nba did we not? The NBA season's officially here, Sean. Whether your old man likes it or not, the NBA season is here. <laughs> and Luca dropped 50 last night on Christmas. We got to talk about that. He's the fastest player to 10,000 points. He's the only one that shoots on the team. Uh, Derek <laughs> Lively, rookie out of Is Duke. he playing well there? 20 points, 10 rebounds last night. I, I do not follow the NBA much. I don't know why. It's so good, especially at, starting at Christmas. Because, and the end season tournament kind of did close that gap to where, oh crap, they're actually trying now. But yeah. From Christmas on, it's like night in, night out for the most part. I will trying. watch the NBA once the playoffs get here, because, like you said, that's about the only time they try. The end season tournament was cool. Yep. It, it was. And the Pacers are slumping since they lost the uh, runner up. A lot of people are saying it's an end season tournament runner up curse. <laughs> what about the Lakers hanging a banner? We didn't talk about that. Did they hang a banner for that? And listen, I am the biggest LeBron James hater you'll probably ever find because I get tired of seeing him, his family, and everybody on TV. He's a good player. He was not thrilled to hang that banner. You could tell that was pushed by the NBA. Yeah. Because like he made comments was like, I mean, we could talk about, it, but it it's still December. Air rings come in yeah. April and June, whatever. June, that's when the finals is. But he was not happy. I mean, the Lakers have played very well this year. Didn't yesterday when Boston Celtics came to town. Jason Tatum and the boys put on a show. Anthony Davis did have 40, though. Yeah. The, I mean, the NBA is all a matter of who's healthy and who's not. For the most part. The Magic's good this year. The Bucks are good. There's a lot of good young teams out there. 
that's going to make some noise. Sixers playing way oh better gosh. since they got rid of Harden. Tyrese Maxey has become a star yeah. overnight. Yeah. I, I, he's a fan favorite in my house. Well, one, you have to look at the fact that I'm pretty sure Doc Rivers was holding him down because that's what Doc Rivers does. Here they go again. Sean and Wes with these people having issues with these Kentucky players. Did I, did I say anything about him being a Kentucky player? Well, did did listen, I say anything the two about pe- him being a Kentucky player? The two people player? you and Wes complain about most, Mike Vrabel and anybody who screws Tyrese Maxey. It's the first time I've ever said anything about and it. And it's the only time you've mentioned Tyrese Maxey, so I'm 100% accurate on that. <laughs> I'm just – I mean, you all with I'm Mike just, Vrabel I'm hating Will saying, Levis. Did, Come on. And then it was Ryan Tannehill hates Will Levis because he got hurt. Of course he does. He's trying to go make money. Of course he wants to get out there and play. I didn't see that. It was probably nothing. West just blew it up out of proportion. Yeah. But I, I didn't say that he did. I said, did he hold no. him down? No. Because he did not. Maxie was. He did not turn this Tyrese Maxie loose. But they got a new coach, and all of a sudden, he's going crazy. Freaking All-NBA. Maxie was good last year. He started to come on last year. And this year, he just took it to another level. Like I said, he's a fan favorite in my house. Max, my little one, he loves anything Tyrese Maxie. So, is Detroit still losing? Have yes. they broke the losing streak yeah, yet? No. So, no. the, the, the record lost. is at 28. I thought they tied it at 26. Did they? I thought – Thought I looked that up. It was twenty eight. Was the the record? They're they are still losing, and they got a brand new coach. What's going on there? Well, they've invested in Kate Cunningham, and he just sucks. And they're so far into it right now that nobody's going to trade for him. They're just going to be stuck with him. I saw some something the other day that someone was suggesting that the Spurs should go trade like four or five of their first round picks for him, and I'm like. He he would fit good in Pop's system. He really would. He would be a perfect player to go with Wimby in that system. Were you going to give him five? Are you going to give them five first round picks for him? Well, uh, it's the NBA. That's same true. way, same way they draft. And they then, do it all on potential. What? Okay. So, did you hear the thing about like some of these? Some of the Spurs players are trying to outplay Wimby. Say you know to kind of make it look like the like. Like they're the number one and he's not the number one? Well, they're 4-24, and 24, so whatever they're doing is not working. Yeah. When, yeah you, Wimby's you, Your bet of making the playoffs this year is uh, hurting yeah, right now. But there is a team that's down there at the bottom who's probably going to make a push for the playoffs, and that's the Memphis Grizzlies because Jaw Bang Bang Morant is back, and he is just as electric as he was. Yeah. He's fresh. First game back. Hopefully they can keep the gun out of his hands. I think it was his first game back. Yeah, against the Pelicans. Like 30 and 35 in a game winner. Yeah. And they were down 20 when I went to sleep. And yeah. I woke up and saw that John Morant hit a game winner, and I was like, how the heck did that even happen? And he he's just still doing it, 30 yeah. every game. Now they've won nine games. What about your boy Zion? Oh, he's still fresh. Don't you – don't dogs on. He he's is, fresh as them donuts he eats every hey, day. He, <laughs> he's fresh right now. He's still playing. When's the last time we could say Zion was still playing after Christmas? <laughs> you got to take the wins here. And with that, he will tear an ACL tonight. <laughs> Let's see. 
Probably. Last game he had 28. He's averaging 23.6 rebounds, five assists. Where are they at standings-wise? They are – let me go to Lee uh, – I mean conference. They are the seventh seed right now, 17 and 13. Still way early in the season if yeah. we're just at 30 games. Yeah. Well, there's 82, but their season is so weird. Like once they get to the all-star break – Season is basically you got twenty games left after yeah. the All Star break. Yeah, they're 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 not mid mid season. But I, I mean, you got the Warriors that are fifteen and fifteen. They're in the ten seed right now, so they still got a lot to figure out. They need Draymond back, whether y'all want to admit it or not. They need Draymond back, and he's working by the way with the league on getting back. That's good. Yeah, he's doing Zoom calls every week. Giving them updates on his progress in classes. Probably won't change anything, but. I don't know. Adam Silver's kind of showed that if players are willing to work and actually change, then who works with them a little bit? Might reduce his sentence. Maybe. He's still got a little bit of time, I'd say, before he comes back. You know who the top team right now in the Western Conference is? The Nuggets. Good guess. They're number two. Well, I know it's not Phoenix. They are 11. Lakers? They are nine. Sacramento? They are four. Now I don't know. I'm out of teams. Minnesota Timberwolves. What? Yep. 22 and six. Wow. <laughs> the only team better than them is my Boston Celtics at 23-6. and six. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. See, Sean, you got to watch basketball more. Football season's over is when I start watching basketball. I'm with you. I'd college basketball and that's it. I, I can't stand the NBA. And I haven't really watched that much college basketball this year. Oh, my gosh. I just think I, I don't, I don't Sean, have time. you're missing a lot of good stuff. I don't have time. Un, unbeknownst to you, Adam, there's a lot of things on the back end of this podcast <laughs> that has to transpire. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you just got to show up, hit record, and let's roll. That's it, what it, we got to do. And it used to be like that, but it's not like that anymore. It's like the magic table in your house. <laughs> right. You put the dishes on it, and they end up. They're, in the they're gone the next day. I don't know they how end up in a cabinet. It's like I, don't, magic. I don't know. And then laundry's the same way. Yeah, you know, magic laundry hamper. We got one of them for Christmas. Don't, don't start watching college basketball this week because I'm looking at the slate of games this week, and it it's not good. Even Saturday's not good. Yeah, when are we going to start doing our college pickums? Uh, let's see what we got here. Next week. I'll be horrible at that. Uh, we can start next week. There's there's some good matchups on January 6th. Okay. Party day known in the USA. All right, so we got to figure out how we're going to do that. So. All right. Pre-game show. Pre-game show? Pick-ems on the pre-game show. Oh, that's true. Um. So every year we've done the Corny Awards, right? We have. 
and they've grown. They have grown. I mean, before you know it, we'll have athletes tweeting us, thanking us for these cornies. Well, and I made a very conscientious effort last year to – we kind of designed a little trophy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we tagged each one of the winners in the socials. I don't know if it did anything or not, but tagged the – they tagged their teams and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. And so this year we've added a couple of categories. Right. And we're going to involve the our social media, the right? masses. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're closing in on a pretty big number on our Facebook page. Yeah. 1K. We're getting there. We're getting close. We, I looked earlier and it was like 852, and then I looked before I came and all of a sudden, those Menifee folk must have figured out we were on social because it was like 870. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right, here we go. Uh, and we had a we had a big watch on on our coaches show. So, you know, we're, we're starting to grow and grab some listeners there too. So, went out and we kind of, I kind of brought the trophy to life, man. It's, and that- it's that's kind of, a nice trophy. That's a, that is a cool-looking trophy, is it, it not? It is a cool trophy. And I thought, man, it'd be cool if we could hand these out. And then I thought, eh, for the cost that this thing was, eh, we'll just, we'll just put it here on our decorations on the table for our live shows because I'm not buying one of those for everybody. <laughs> and, and I think, you know, Neil and I have talked about this. I think it, it would be an interesting factor if next year this becomes a local thing. I'm good with that. Like, if you want to do the local cornies, I'm looking at our categories. That's easy. I can knock all those out real right. quick. And we could, right? right real and, quick. and if we were going to do that, maybe we, maybe we could find somebody that would sponsor the Corny Awards to give us enough money to buy right. seven trophies. And there's there's only really only one category that I would have a problem today naming. Well, that's good. And that's just because there's two athletes that's well-deserving of the that's, award. That's true. That's true. So, But what we would have to do is figure out if it's going to be a calendar year or if it would be a school year, right? Mm, yeah. So, but it kind of works both ways, right? right? So, I don't know. It's something that we'll work on. So, this year, what we're going to do, is we're we're this is our nomination episode, so we're going to nominate Adam and I both have ours. We have Wes's and, and Neil's as well. They couldn't join us tonight, but we have the nominations, and then this show will drop on Saturday, and then next Monday, which is going to be what? What day is that? The first. The first. The first. First. So oh yeah, yeah. I'll pay uh, on the first. New Year's. So starting on New Year's. We are going to we'll, – we'll drop one of these each day for seven days, and then the voters can vote. Now, here's the, here's the thing. That's not the deciding factor. That's just a percentage. Okay? Okay. The, I'm learning all this at the same yeah, time. As I know. That's why I'm telling you. That's why I'm explaining <laughs> it to you. I just thought it was votes. No. It's not a vote. It's going to be a percentage, and then <laughs> – if I would read my show notes, I would figure out the process. <laughs> and then after after we get all of those back, when we record that following show, then we will read our our winners from the votes, 
and then we will have open discussion and ultimately name a winner, and then we will announce those, you know, on the socials as well. Since we just figured out Monday is January 1st, are we having an episode next week on We're Monday? We're record on the 2nd. Okay. Yeah. That works. Yeah. So no, we're not we're not recording during college football playoffs. That's all. That's all I was asking. Unless we want to figure out a way to come here and watch it. That's what I was about to say. Our last studio had a TV, and I would just sync my phone up to that, and we'd watch it with the sound off. Right. This studio, I was acting. Y'all called me crazy when I asked if there was a TV in the studio. It's for reasons like this. Yeah. We can still have a studio TV next week. We could, but we'd also need a studio air conditioner because it is hotter in Hades in here right now. It, I think it feels good. You're crazy. Anyways, all right. So our seven categories are coach of the year, team of the year, male athlete of the year, female athlete of the year, which is a new category, dog of the year, which is a new category, moment of the year, and game of the year. Now, these are major sports, right? This is not local stuff. This is all major sports. So – with that being said, we'll start at the top and work our way down. How about that? Sounds good. Coach of the year, Wes nominated Dan Hurley, who is the head basketball coach for Connecticut and won a national championship this year. And most of the time, if you're talking UConn and head coach winning the national championship, you're talking about Geno. This year, we've got Dan <laughs> Hurley. That's true. That's true. And then you've got uh, Neil – who nominated Deion Sanders? And I'm I, guessing I because of, because of the, re, the 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 reaction and the the hype. the hype that he brought to Colorado. I mean, when was the last time you taught Colorado football before this year? Early nineties. Early nineties, maybe two thousands at one point. Yeah, but I think that's in that. Do you how much revenue he had generated? Oh, yeah. In this season, like when you hire a guy like Dion, you're doing more than just hiring a football coach. You are ramping up the whole area. Yeah. I, what was it, 113 million it's not, in revenue? It's something stupid for local economy. Yeah. Like he had celebrities. He's got to pay that off this year, though. Does he? A lot of I, I don't want to get on sidetracked on it, but a lot of people have speculated that the reason he only had six freshmen. Is because he has no intentions on being there after this season. And listen, I've got an uncle. He's a big time Colorado fan. He's bought in just like I am with Coach Prime. And as soon as I saw the class was only six, I said, I texted him. I was like, I ain't going to lie. Little nervous today. When Shadur and Travis leave, he goes with them somewhere because I don't know if he's staying at Colorado with only six freshmen. But he builds different. He builds yeah. through the portal. And he, he posted something today. At day after Christmas, apparently some uh, some NIL money that was promised these players that's in the portal. Apparently some checks bounced from other schools. So uh, he asked Santa to uh, if he wanted to drop him off a D tackle, a defensive back, or a linebacker, he'd take one more. Wow. I didn't see and that. There, and there's one out there that's being rumored. It's a guy from Michigan State, and he is a edge rush dog. Interesting. Yeah. Now we have checks bouncing after that. All right, who's your coach of the year nominee? Mine is Michael Malone from the Denver Nuggets because he talked the talk and his team backed it up. 
one went out in style. His parade was one that will live forever. <laughs> I, I mean, his moments of telling the Lakers he was their daddy, like that was perfect. I love any time LeBron gets embarrassed and has to create a fake story that he's retiring instead of being talked about getting swept out of the playoffs. So Michael Malone gets my nomination. Okay. I went with Bruce Bochy, who came back to baseball. He's won several World Series, mm-hmm. but he came back to baseball to coach, or to manage the Texas Rangers, and he took them to win an impressive first-ever World Series for the Texas Rangers. And at the start of the year, would you have guessed the Rangers would win? I mean, they had the pitching, but then DeGrom goes down, and yeah. it's like, oh, crap, they're just going to have to out-hit everybody. Yeah, and, and, the, and they started out hot, Yeah, and then they took a major sign. I mean – they didn't win the division. Right. You know, so, I mean, they 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 started at the wild card game and fought their way through. So, but they got hot. Adalas Garcia was freaking breaking records yep. for home runs. Uh, and their bullpen pitched well down the stretch. And they got a matchup against Philly in the championship. And anytime you play a Philly team in the championship, you know Philly's not going to win. Oh, yeah, the Diamondbacks beat the Phillies. That's right. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, the Diamondbacks did not play at the level in the World Series as they did in the NLCS. Right. But they're young. so But they're also in the same division as the Dodgers. So you're not winning that division title. Probably not. Probably not. Team of the year, Neil nominated the Texas Rangers that we talked about. And Wes nominated the Denver Nuggets. Which I talked about their coach. Yeah. And to piggyback off Wes's coach of the year – I'm going with the UConn men's basketball team as my team of the year. Okay. All right. And then I had originally wrote down the Texas Rangers. Neil had two choices, and it's him and Wes were both of those choices. So them not being here, I changed my pick. Right. And I'm going to go with the Georgia Bulldogs for winning back-to-back national championships. Should have had a chance to get a third. But, well, that's another conversation for another day. Right, right. That's a whole show. Yeah. Uh, next is Male Athlete of the Year. Uh, Neil nominated Djokovic from tennis, the tennis field. Because he broke the record for most Grand Slam victories. I think he was at 24 now. Yeah, yeah. He's – I've seen a lot of tennis players in my day. He's the best I've ever seen. Yeah, and there for a while it was – and it's not just winning the Cincinnati Open type right. guys. He, these are these are the big boys that right. he wins. And it was crazy there for a while because we went from uh, who had it before Sanfors. Uh-huh. We went from Pete Sanfors to Federer, from Federer to Nadal, and it was like, oh crap, when is this going to stop? And then yeah. we went from Nadal to Djokovic. Who who's next? Hopefully, it's an American. Probably not. Probably not. But hopefully, yeah. But no, he. The, well, you know, he's he's, he's pretty good. Uh, West did Joel Embiid. I'm not real sure why he nominated him. I didn't get a description as well, to why. Well, I mean, he was in a hurry. He was he was dealing with some stuff, but I, I couldn't understand the Joel Embiid yeah. pick either. Yeah. Who have you got? I have a guy who he's been one of the top stars in the sport forever. But now he's took a whole country by storm just by switching divisions, and I'm going with Lionel Messi, the GOAT of soccer. All right. And uh, being a Braves fan, I nominated 
Ronald Acuna Jr., who's the first ever baseball player to join the 40 home runs, 70 stolen base club. I could have done that in Little League. I'm pretty sure he is the first guy to break 70 since Ricky Anderson. I haven't fact-checked that, but 70 is a number you just don't normally see in stolen bases in baseball. So, female athlete of the year. West nominated Kelsey Plum of the Las Vegas Aces back-to-back championships. Uh, Neil nominated Simone Biles. Go. Yeah, (laughs) right. Obvious uh, one there. And then who have you got? I have, because I know who you have. Yeah. And, I mean, that's an obvious one. So I went with the Bayou Barbie, Angel Reese, from LSU, because as much as your choice took the world by storm, she was right there step for step. And her team, she famously did it in the NCAA tournament. She pointed to that ring finger and said, ring me. Yeah. And she got a ring. So I'm going with the Bayou Barbie, Angel Reese. And then – and then she got an attitude this year and Not, fighting she, with her coach. She didn't change. Something went down behind the scenes. It hasn't came out yet, but it will. Yeah. And I, like you like you kind of alluded to, um, female athlete of the year nominee for me is Caitlin Clark, who led Iowa to the national championship runner-up. And what's overlooked is the fact that her Iowa team snapped that South Carolina winning streak yep. in the national semifinals. That was one of the best basketball games that I had ever seen. And they're coming out with a vengeance this year, South Carolina. They're beating teams like a drum. And they lost a lot of players. Yeah, but they still got Don Staley. Yeah, she reloaded. So, Dog of the Year, uh, Wes nominated uh, Max Verstappen, uh, who has won 19 out of 22 races in the Formula One. So – I listen to the Pat McAfee show daily, and they always give Darius Butler a hard time because he, I guess during COVID, he started watching that F1 series on Netflix, and then they all kind of started watching this F1 racing every Sunday, and then the rest of the guys got bored because Verstappen was winning every week, and D-Butt just stayed there. He stayed put, and every week, like, it became a gimmick. It was like, Diva, who won uh, the F1 race? Let me guess, Verstappen? And, uh, yeah, yeah, Verstappen, you know, he dominated. And he'd say what car he drove and all that. I mean, it's basically the point now that he's considering retiring. Yeah. And I I'm mean, like, why? well, if you want a challenge, come to NASCAR, buddy. <laughs> See what you got over here on the ovals. NASCAR would be a – heck, even IndyCar would be a different breed yeah. for him. Yeah. And they normally struggle when they make that change. Yeah. Um. Neil had a hard time coming up with a nominee, so I just added my second nominee for him, which is DeMar Hamlin, who uh, died on the field in the Buffalo Bills game, and yeah. and they brought him back to life, yeah. and he's playing again. So, so would you say DeMar Hamlin is the dog or the Bills medical team is the dog? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because I don't I, look at it. I mean, DeMar – this is going to sound terrible, and I'm glad our YouTube doesn't get many views because this would absolutely cancel this show because this is going to sound terrible. DeMar, technically, all he did was die. And it, was the, it was the medical team that well, actually did all the work to bring I him su- back. When I suggested it to Neil, he goes, he's, a, he's the dog 
Because he died, and I said, well, he did live, you know. It's like, but, but what did he do to make him live? It was the medical team. So if you want to give the medical team, dog, I can see that. But he died and made it back onto the field. But he's not playing. Like, he's on the active roster. He's, basically, He's got first. tackles well, in the last five games. He looked so it he's up. Playing. He's got stats in well, five games. It's just courtesy. Because, ooh, it's a cool story. He died on the field. Ooh, let's bring him back. All Buffalo's ambulances have Ham 1-3 on the back. If I ever die, I don't want my name and number on the back of any ambulance. I don't want y'all <laughs> saying that as one of the last things you get on before you go on a gurney ride. That's funny. That's funny. And my dog of the year was David and Joku. I don't get to give mine, but yours is a good one. Oh, I thought you were right now. Sorry. Uh, David and Joku, who got burned Friday on a Friday yeah. in a uh, like a little I'm losing the word that I'm trying to think. They did like he did like a little fire yeah. at his house at his house house fire yeah and oven right no uh, you did that on purpose yes I did bonfire <laughs> good God I could not think of that for nothing anyways they actually told the story on Saturday or Sunday. But apparently the he uses a lighter fluid to soak the wood down. Yep. And he didn't have the regular stuff, so he used a spray bottle. Oh yeah. And when he lit it, all that stuff was still in the air and it popped up on him, got his face and his hand. And the crazy part about it is the dude didn't go to the hospital till the next morning when he's like kind of in a little bit of pain. And they went to the the hospital the next day, he had second and first degree burns. Scraped all the skin off, and the doctor said, you're not playing. He goes, no, this is the Ravens. I'm playing. And they figured out a way to protect his face and his hand, got his helmet on, and that dude played on Sunday. Yep. And he said every time the helmet moved, he said it didn't matter what the painkillers were. He said, I could feel it. And he said, that was bad pain. And – his teammates didn't even see his face because he had that yeah. thing on, so they didn't know. They didn't realize how bad it was yeah. until after. Yeah. But the fact that that dude got burned on Friday and played on Sunday—that's why he was my nomination for Dog of the Week or Dog of the Year. My nominee. Gosh, Forrest is here at West Virginia. Came out quick. My nominee for Dog of the Year. There was three hockey players I talked to you about before the show aired. And I had to go, if you win the ring, you get my vote. So Mark Stone from the Vegas Golden Knights, he is my nominee for Dog of the Year. He played the Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals with a broken wrist on, on a shooting hand. Not like he could put it behind him and shoot with the stick one hand. His shooting hand, broken wrist. Now, I don't know if y'all have watched hockey, but it's kind of a contact sport. Yeah, there's no way to protect Those that. Those guys are just different. <laughs> Those, Like I said, I had two more choices. One of them played with a broken sternum. I can't even imagine playing with a broken well, sternum. Well, just those two right there. They get checked into the board. What's the first thing you do is you put your hands in front of you. Well, you're going to put your hands in front of you while somebody checks you at full speed into the board. And knowing your wrist is broke, yeah. here, let me stick that between me and the board. I mean, isn't really this the sternum area? Yeah, the sternum your chest is your is chest sternum. bone right here. I, I, how do they even let them on the ice? Well, you see, hockey players, don't they don't tell these doctors these things. Because my third nominee played for the Florida Panthers, 
and he played with a broken foot, a torn oblique, and two shoulder dislocations. How? A broke foot. You need a foot to skate. Play through it. Makes no sense. No. All three are worthy of being dogs, but Mark Stone got that ring, so he gets my nominee. Because they don't have the money that NFL, Major League Baseball, and NBA's got behind them. Uh, these hockey players get, get a nice They make day. good money, but they're not – what I'm saying is you don't have that sponsor money saying that my guy's going to be out there – well, and they, I mean, it's hockey players, so it's not Those like... Those guys are out there playing because they like play hockey. It's not like yeah. sponsors are looking for a bunch of toothless guys. You can find right. that at any Eastern Kentucky gas station. <laughs> true. That's They're not true. Roger Dorn. <laughs> right. protecting the asset. Um, let's, let's skip this one. We'll go to the last one there. I didn't write down what Wes's was. But we got Game of the Year. And Neil had um, the Georgia OSU game. That was a good in one. In the national semifinals. That was a good one. Where OSU is a field goal away from going to win the national championship because they would have killed TCU as well. Technically. I, I don't like to get on technicalities. But technically, that game was 2022 because it was New Year's Eve. Because remember, as the Ohio State kicker kicked the kick is when the ball dropped. DeMar Hanlon also happened on the 2nd of of January this year, too. Well, January 2nd, that's 2023. I don't have a backup for that (laughs) from Neil, so – so that's what it's going to be. <laughs> that's where we're going. Well, like I said, technically you can still you can still count it because as the kick went, the ball dropped, and yeah. technically before the game ended. Right. But even though we knew that is one of the coolest things that's ever happened. We, though. we knew well before that kick got to that net and the game was over that that kick was not going in. Right. We were still in 2022 and knew that that game was over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Wes's nominee was the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the Eagles. That was a good one. It was a good one. But uh, that field, that field was, that field did not live up to the hype that game was. Yeah. That field was bad. Players slipping everywhere. That's not what you want to see in the Super Bowl. Nope. And, and I mean, you're the NFL. Right. Do better. Do better. We talked about that. Uh, the sod father. The NFL guy who had done fields for like 30 years, he told them that they were putting too much water on the field and nobody listened to him because they let the younger guy kind of take over this year and go about it. And he just kept pouring more water, more water. And he was like, you're putting too much on it. It's going to be bad conditions. Sod father was right. (laughs) Sod father. That's funny. Who you got? I've got my game of the year. I've already mentioned Bayou Barbie. You've mentioned Caitlin Clark. The game of the year was Iowa-LSU Women's National Championship game. Had the star power. Had LSU looking for their first title. Iowa looking for their first title. It had all the makings of a good game. Now, the refs made some questionable calls. Once again, refs didn't live up to the hype of the big game. But for the most part, 
Yeah, had everything you look for in a big game. Yeah. And LSU put up over 100 points. When's the last time you saw a women's team do that in a championship game? Right. When's the last time you saw a men's team put up 100 in a championship game? Yeah, it doesn't happen. Right. doesn't happen. And that game was really never really close. I mean, no. LSU dominated that game. For the most part. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of first-ever championships, my nominee is – uh, for the game of the year was game one of the World Series where the Diamondbacks jumped out big early and the Rangers came back late, tied the game in the bottom of the ninth inning to send it to extra innings, and then old Corey Seager hits a walk-off home run. Nope, reverse that. Corey Seager ties the game in the bottom of the ninth, and I think um, Garcia hits – the walk-off home run in the bottom of the 11th. Maybe it's the other way around. I don't remember. It's been a while. But anyways, uh, those two guys hit huge clutch home runs, tie the game, and then win the game as walk-off, and they go on to win the series four games to one. So, And I think that set the tone for the series. And then moment of the year, Neil and, and uh, Wes both sent this to me, but I'd already sent it out there. So it, it – Probably a big chance that it wins this. But moment of the year, uh, Messi, or I'm sorry, Wes said when Messi signed with MLS and then won the title with Miami. But not the league title. He okay. didn't win the MLS title. It was one of their, I forget what it was called, is like the Open Cup or yeah. something. I'll, but, I'll probably just he inst- make it as Messi signs with yeah, Miami. Yeah, Messi signed with MLS and – Miami was a bottom team in the MLS. Like, they had no shot, no hope. And then all of a sudden, here comes Messi, and they just go on a run. Yeah. And MLS commissioners should have figured out a way to cheat to get them in the playoffs, would have had higher ratings. The NBA did it for Zion. That's how you think we got this play-in tournament, 7 through 10. NBA tried to figure out a way for Zion and the Pelicans to get in the playoffs, and that was their way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Neil also had nominated the same as mine. His backup was the U.S. Women's World Cup collapse. Ugh. Bad one. Yeah. So those two are soccer. I'm also going soccer. Okay. So you're going to be the oddball, and you're going to be the only one not go soccer for moment of the year. That would be impossible for me to name it. So Manchester City. Okay. Are you familiar with them, English Premier League? I, I'm, I'm aware of the name, yes. So they are dominant in the Premier League, especially after signing Erling Holland, who was the best striker in the world. There was Everybody was chasing after him. Every league was chasing after him. Man City gets him. They've absolutely ran show since they got him. And last year, well, this past year, my moment of the year, Man City won their first ever UEFA Champions League title. Now, Champions League is the best of the best. Your top four from Premier League, you got La Liga, you've got all these teams. First ever UEFA what? Champions League title. It's basically the champions from every one of the top Europe leagues play in this I tournament. How do you spell UEFA? U-E-F-A. United Europe Federation Association. Okay. I don't know. Football Association probably. Yeah. Well, sounds reasonable. Yeah. My moment of the year uh, was something that, honestly, I didn't think would ever be done. 
and that is LeBron James breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record in the NBA. I didn't think that record would ever would ever be touched. You didn't think. Now that we – here's what's changed. Now you can play in the NBA at 18 years old. Kareem couldn't do that. Right. Jordan couldn't do that. Like, they had to stay at least three years in college. Yeah, but – and the reason I think that, and then that, solid point, I get what you're saying. We're also living in a time that you don't expect somebody to play for 20, 25 years anymore. Right. Right. Just because they can come in at 18. I mean, a lot of these guys want to be done by mid-30s, you know. A lot of these guys have that choice made for them. Yeah. By the time they're mid-30s. Yeah. But LeBron has has hung with it, and and he, I mean, it was a pretty big feat, you know. It was, and um, so, and and Wes and Neil both had that same nomination. Yeah, yeah I know. mean, it is what it is. But like I said, it's more of a longevity record. Yeah, I think than it is like, oh, let's bow to LeBron. And once again, I'm the biggest LeBron hater in yeah. the world, so it's going to come. And off and, that and I'm not a gigantic fan, but it, as far as like special moments. That was kind of a big deal. Yeah. I'll fight you for that title. Uh, Biggest LeBron hater. I don't when know. LeBron becomes better than Kobe, then we can talk about LeBron versus Jordan. Well, we're not going to open up that can of worms right now. <laughs> We'd be here all night. Yeah. So, but anyways, our job is done for now. And when did you say this is starting? It'll start on the first. On the first. Yep. So we'll we'll list each of these with our four nominations. We'll let that vote out and then we'll come back and talk it out. We're doing one of these daily? Yeah. So by the time we gather back on the eighth, we'll be able to discuss it. Yep. That was my plan. Makes sense. Yep. So. But we're, yeah, because we're still starting it on the first. That's right. Yep. Yeah, seven days. We'll have it Monday through Sunday. Well, I was thinking because we said we was recording on the second. I was like, oh, crap, that's only six days. But if we're starting on the first, we're good. Yep, we're good. We're good. You got anything else? We had a nice long episode tonight. Oh, let's see here. Got any conspiracy theories? Yeah, they uh, they have the heat on in here on purpose to run us out of here faster. Listen, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but next year there's something to look forward to. Not mm-hmm. in the sports world, in the political world. What, a new president? I mean, other than that. They are allegedly releasing the names of 180 victims that took part in Epstein Island. Oh, gosh. You're going to get us killed. I said conspiracy. (laughs) So, I mean, it's going to be interesting, especially with an election next year. I'm sure some of those names are going to be in some pretty high spots. You're probably going to see a lot of people get killed. Uh, Shut them up. The judge ordered the list to come out already, though. Yeah. He'll be the first one on the list to die. (laughs) (laughs) Hope he enjoyed his Christmas. It's going to be his last. Yeah. So, well, that that 
That is not something that I look forward to. You really don't want to know? No. You don't want to know no. who was on that island? I don't. Really? I Really. Oh, I want names. I want everybody. I don't want names because it, I, 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 I fear there's probably somebody on there that I'm a fan of or that I respect. Listen, I've already came to terms with myself. DJT's probably on that list. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, I'm still going to vote for him because he's better than the alternative. But, yeah, he's probably on the list. <laughs> he might. And he if, might he's, if he's not on the list, he's going to be on the list because it's an election year. So there's gonna, they're going to make sure he's on the list. He's going to be on every list. Yeah. Except for voting ballots, which, by the way, that's another conspiracy. Yeah. Colorado's yeah. took him off the ballot. Michigan allegedly is going to be next. Every state that has a Democratic governor is trying to do that. That's going to be decided by the Supreme Court. Eh, yeah. They can't do allegedly. that. Yeah. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap this thing up. Well, i got to talk about it because it was Aaron Rodgers Tuesday today, and he came up with a brilliant line. On the McAfee show. Now, okay. since we're talking politics, he called our sitting president Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> he's, he said Mr. Weekend at Bernie's, and I about lost it. <laughs> you gained a little bit of respect back for Aaron on that? Oh, listen. Ever since the COVID incident, of him being immunized instead of vaccinated and then everybody throwing a fit about it, as far as on his personal scale, he went up a lot in my ranks because I found out he wasn't like most of the NFL, and he wasn't, he who wasn't was on it that. that. Who was it they were talking about him debating over the – uh, Once again, also started on the McAfee show because uh, he called uh, – this was early in the season. He called uh, Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer because where he does the Pfizer commercials, and they asked Travis Kelsey about it. Later on, and he said, uh, "He said, man, I, I just taken sponsorship money. I didn't know I was going to be in a vaccine war with Aaron Rodgers over this." And the next week, Rodgers followed it up and was like, "Man, we're not in a vaccine war. It's just a little debate, a little talk. You and Fauci, me and RFK, we'll set it up." <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great." Aaron is quite comical. He really is. Yeah. And when you find out he's an independent thinker, like he likes to call himself instead of one that the masses follow on mainstream media, it does kind of make you gain a little bit of respect for him. Yeah. Yeah. He He's a, a different individual. Yeah. That is for sure. There's not too many people out there doing them I was uh, darkroom uh, retreats. Well, he, he retired from that. I'd he, go crazy. He announced, I really would. He announced a few weeks ago on the McAfee show he was retiring – from the darkness retreats, and they all stood up, gave him a round of applause, said, Welcome to the light, Aaron! Welcome <laughs> to the light! <laughs> McAfee's so funny. Uh, he's great. So. Like three, I watch three hours of him every day, and it just flies flies by. It doesn't feel like three hours off. It's crazy. It's funny. you got to watch him on YouTube instead of ESPN because ESPN – has that five-second delay because you never know what they're going to say. You never know what their guests are going to say. YouTube, no sensor at all, no yeah. filter. So it just comes all out. That's funny. So, 
Well, there's that for this week, right? So, well, there's you, there you have it, guys. Another great episode of the Front Corner Corner po- uh, podcast. It's a long day. And uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed that. Make sure you go out and give us a follow on the socials. Help us get to 1,000. Yeah. If you know somebody that is not following us, share this out. That's our goal. Let's get to 1,000 by the end of the month. Let's do that. That's our goal. Sean. Yeah. December 26th. There's five days left. Let's do it by the end of the year. Let's do it. Still the same amount of time. <laughs> I was thinking we were already in junior. I was thinking we were already in By January. the time they hear this, you're going to have 24 hours. That's true. <laughs> I was thinking the end of January, to be honest with you, because I was thinking that we were already in January. So, the end of the year. Yeah. So. In 24 hours. Anyways, I'm gonna put a, I, we're going to make that initiative. Maybe by the time next week's episode comes on, we're at 1,000. We might have to give away something. We might. I'm just saying. And actually give it away. And actually give it away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyways, another great episode. We'll catch you guys next week. Don't sweat the petty things. Don't pet the sweaty things. (laughs) Stay safe, friends. (laughs)